is for perception, and C is for Cosmopunk. Vesk Don't Wear Ties, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm Cypher, and I play Ryder, the Leica 7's resident Yosaki operative and pilot. They told Ryder she could be anything she wanted to be, so she became a Where's Wally book, filled with blades. Hello, I'm Ty, and I play Radar, a Yamalton commando. His main interests are guns and violence, and uh, that's about it really. He's not that deep. Hi, I'm Pan, and I play the android kobold mage Baphomet, captain of the Lyca 7, and currently missing on the trail of a mysterious message. And I'm RJ. I normally play the ship's Vesk mechanic V, but I don't have to think of an intro for them this time, because I'm the GM. Yay! Following on from the adventures in Radar's brain, the team reconvened at the bar. Shortly after, V locked themselves in the boiler room and 100% started plotting... something while Ryder sought out escapism at the local games arcade. Meanwhile, Radar went on a cleaning binge, eventually leading him to look in V's room and discover a bit more about what they've been up to. V eventually comes clean and admits to the crew that they've been planning a way to both scam some free drone tech to pay back their debts to Al, and also clear their Vescarian criminal record at the same time. And all they need to do is rob Conqueror's forge. V explained the basics of their plan to Ryder and Radar, except with one hitch, to control the drones the team plans to steal, they'll need to surgically remove the augment that V uses to control Flyby, something which will put them into a coma. After Radar and Ryder cut V's augment out, the plan moves forward and the Leica 7 prepares to depart for the Vescarium. Episode 2 Dead Vesk Storage So yeah, we just finished the surgery, haven't we, and Radar can control Flyby now. You can control Fly Guy's base functions. You don't have yes, full like, access because you're not a vest. Yes. You can control enough of them to activate and move them, which are the main protocols you're going to need in order to secure these drones. Radha's just gone up to um, the flight deck now and she's prepping the ship for launch. Yeah, V's in the tube. Radar is going to take his position as weapons officer. Uh, unless you want him to be the captain for this one? Well, do you, I don't, Radar, do, do you want me to go over the plan real quick? What? Do you want me to go over the plan real quick again, just so we we're, we're all on the same page? Oh yeah, I, I didn't think we were leaving for like an hour or so. Well, we're not. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page before we go. Okay. Yeah. Right. Give me the plan then. Let's let's hear your plan. All right. Well, uh, go and do what you need to do first. I don't want you walking around and going for a pee break while I'm trying to explain the plan. All right. I'm going for a pee break. Okay. <laughs> Ryder carries on doing her flight checks. Yeah. Sound of a toilet flushing distantly. Uh, you know, you can give me a, a preparatory uh, piloting role sure. to okay. get the ship active and ready to go. Bear in mind, it's been quite a while since the ship actually went anywhere. It's been the entire of Glitch uh, and the entire of the uh... Glitch place. Mm. You didn't go anywhere for radar. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, okay. She's quite an old girl though. She no, um, so... might have collected a bit of rust in the, in that time. Let's see. Oh. So, good roll to start off with. 18 on the dice, plus 20 for piloting. So, 38. Yep. 
Excellent. Yep, you, you flip the switches, you toggle the toggle. Squeeze the fluffy dice! Dump the dash in the Squeeze right the place. The ship bursts into life with the quiet hum <laughs> of a well-engineered so desk machinery. Uh, you have no engineer temporarily, but luckily you've left the ship in a pretty respectable state, so all systems right. appear to be green. Everything's running, shields up. Drift engine purring. Radar does make a plastic second engineer. Add a action. Right, radar comes back onto the bridge and mm -hmm. takes that. Moves over to the engineering console quickly and has a look. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Engineering roll, just to be sure. Uh, twenty-seven. You you check over the engineering console again. Everything seems to be tip-top as far as this sort of shit can be. Okay, Ryder, react to Nothing is on fire. The RCS is active. Our gyroscopes are spinning. And have you squeezed the fluffy dice? Uh, yep, twice. Both once. Excellent. Right. Radar moves over to the, the captain's chair, flops in it and goes, so let's hear the plan. Okay, so here's the plan. Phase one. We fly to the Vescarium, dock with the station. We aren't known to the Vesk Empire yet, so there shouldn't be any reason why they wouldn't let us land. Yep. We go through customs, unarmed, wearing our disguises, but using our real names. Yep. We're Radar and Ryder, pub owners, here to discuss mixology with a Vesk friend of ours, and take in the sights and delights of Conqueror's Forge. Okay. V said there's going to be a lot of security at the borders, both physical and psychic, so keep your reasons for the visit vague and concise. With a bit of luck, they should let us right through the gates no problem. Phase two. Once we're in, we make contact with Luca's sister, Corsa. They might be able to get us a bit more information or even clearance into the administration sector and the central database. They might be operating undercover and not want to come out into the open though, so if that's the case, we'll have to organize a dead drop with any of the kit we're gonna need. If not, this will be a chance for us to go out into the food court, grab a coffee, a bento box, and maybe a pizza. Pizza. Phase three, we make our way to the administration sector. Yes, pizza. You're gonna to need to wait outside the admin sector while I sneak in in case they join. Vice versa, I'm gonna need you if there are any digital locks or security systems that need to be bypassed. Between you, me, and Flyby, we should be able to tag team our way into the mainframe room. Once we're in there, the fun begins. You'll need to hack into the database and change our biometric details for what they logged when we got here. Change our names, status, and clearance levels to whatever seems reasonable for your Soki arms dealer and to your Moltrum bodyguard. We'll also need to set up some kind of fake credit account linked to Ackerton Central Defense Bureau. Bounce it through multiple names, real ones, so the Vesk will have to waste time chasing their tails and digging into who owes them money. While in the computer system, we also look up V's credentials, wipe the records of any wrongdoings, and update their subscription plan to life, from deceased to alive. Then we walk out of the building the same way we came in, carefully. Then for the tricky part, phase four. I'm going to need to organize a meeting between my alter ego and a contact within the manufacturing district. At this point, it might be prudent to go back into the Lycus 7 and tool up with our guns and weapons, just in case the ship does hit the fan. But with our new clearance and status, that shouldn't be too much of an issue. Once we organize a meeting, I'll see if I can get and grab a little mitts on a sampling crate full of Vesk military drones, then charge whatever it costs to the dummy account. Hopefully, by the time they realize the checks bounce, we'll be long gone. You'll need to use V's head thingy to activate the drones before we can leave though, so get them primed, and then put back to bed inside the little crate. And finally, phase five. We load the drone crate onto the Lyca 7, pack up all of our affairs, fly back to the Diaspora, V-install V's head thingy, wake them up, sell the drones to Al, and be back at the bar in time for an evening pint. How's that for a slice of fright, gold? Cool, good plan, do that. Yeah, sounds, sounds simple. I'm, <laughs> I'm keen, I'm ready to go. 
All right. I'm motivated. Very good. You've been busy in the past five minutes. I like to have a plan and think ahead sometimes, and this is one of those times. Shall we get going? I'm really hoping that uh, Ryder had one of those uh, office flip charts, like the, uh, <laughs> not the whiteboards, but those, those bits of paper, like the massive A3 ones. Oh no, she had like a, she had like an overhead projector that she just dragged in and just like bonked it down onto the, um, the map screen. Yeah, and it's got one of the analog like click buttons as well. So it's like a cable running to the projector. So every time you click it, yeah. it changes slide. Yep. <laughs> Radar sitting there furiously taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ryder. Hmm? So I'm going to be Edward Voss for this, right? Uh, once we're in and we change our names to it, yeah. But for now, you're just Radar. You just look like Edward Voss. Okay. Well, you see, I'm sat here. I'm in the captain's seat. I've got one eye and I've got a bird. Right. Am I a pirate captain? Radar turns around very slowly and looks at Radar with narrow eyes. Radar is looking at Flyby. Flyby beeps. Bird agrees. <laughs> Actually, no, sorry. Uh, to Ryder, Flyby beeps. To Radar, uh, Flyby says. Well, I think you make a great captain. Oh, thanks, Flyby. Pets the bird. Aw, it can't make happy bird face because it's fixed. All fixed but <laughs> because it's a machine! <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Did Flyby just compliment you? Yeah, they said I'd make a great captain. See, I can't tell the difference now between what you th say Flyby says and what Flyby actually says. That could be trouble. Well, Flyby, if anything I just said was wrong, could you please beep for Ryder? There is no beep. There is silence. There we go. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, sure. What, whatever you need. Just don't put like a big hat on. Captain Edward Voss, Scourge of the Seventh Star. Ugh. Whatever, whatever you need, Radar. Let's, <laughs> let's go. All right. Oh my god, he's one step away from getting a laser cutlass. Yes! <laughs> I mean, yar! <laughs> Let's go! Rod opens a comm channel to Outpost Z Flight Control. Would you like me to do it, it seeing as I'm captain? All right, but please don't do it in some shitty pirate voice. Just just do it normally. Okay. <laughs> like a seven, calling departure control. Departure control, like a seven. This is like a seven, requesting clearance to departure east, azimuth minus three five. Yep, clear for departure. Right, you're clear. Good job. Yeah, Ryder flicks some switches and puts a foot down, takes a set. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> <laughs> disappears immediately, just like boots out of there. It's not actually that long of a drift journey between uh, Outpost Z and the Vescarium, so give me one piloting roll just to get into the drift without fucking up somehow. <laughs> sure. Like to assist. Um, you shouldn't need to. That's, uh, 16 plus 20. Roll a one, then. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, with 32, you don't crash Good. into a star. Good. Good flying. You effortlessly <laughs> spank your ship into the drift, and after maybe you've got an hour of chat time before you arrive, so I'm guessing you probably just spend that time... Well, I mean, how do you spend that time? You've got an hour. <sighs> Now, what else are we going to need? I guess I should come up with some backstory. I kind of want to do that when, when we get there, though. Just to keep it organic. Well, I'll be your ship's captain and bodyguard. <laughs> Ryder's looking increasingly worried every single time he says captain. <laughs> Does Radar notice this? I don't know. Do you notice when a, a, an otter is showing you signs of sass? Uh, when I've lived with them for ten years? Probably. <laughs> I mean, you just have to roll uh, 
either perception or sense motive for it. Well, there's one of those I can do, and it's P is for perception. Go for it. With a 33. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's a fairly decent session. You're probably noticing, like you said, you've known yeah. Ryder for many years, and you can tell that she's being slightly sarcastic. Why are you being sarcastic about this? What's wrong with being a ship's captain? I'm not being sarcastic. That is a sarcastic answer, and you know it. Bloody hell, you are good at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a drink before we get there? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Actually, you stay there. Just just stay in control of the thing. I'll get the booze. What do you want? Um, um, bottle of sake, please. I'll be right back. I'm going to the galley. Thank you. Did you just order a bottle of sake? You're flying. Yes. She's had one, but she's good. There is a drink fly limit. I'm going to sip it. Mm. <laughs> All right, children, this is... Don't let Ryder be a good example of operating <laughs> your starship. <laughs> no children listen to this. <laughs> PG rating is our podcast. Uh, well, um, 18 now, because we're condoning drunk driving. Come on, we had drugs in one of the episodes. Yeah. The entire campaign was themed around it. But we didn't fly. I don't think. Well, oh, we drove. metaphorically, we, we flew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right, Raider uh, comes back with a bottle of sake and a glider, hands it to her, and he's got a small little thing of rum. She takes a sip and puts it in the glove compartment... Don't drink and drive, kids. Thumbs up. <laughs> Radar turns around and downs his whole bottle. Well, at least he's not driving. You're getting the little beep in the console. You are arriving. <gasps> right, anything you want to go over before we drop out? We've got five minutes. Just just stick to the plan. We're still in phase one. Remember, you're Radar and I'm Ryder, even though we look like our disguises. I will let you do all the talking. Alrighty. But I'm ship's captain. Sure, whatever. <laughs> There's a white flash as you exit the drift, and then into view comes the entire of the Vescarium. You've got a massive, but quite beautiful blue star glowing in the centre of this cluster of uh, eight planets, uh, ranging various different sizes. Some of them look like kind of dry, dusty worlds. Some of them are lush and green. Some of them even look a bit volcanic, and one of them looks fairly icy off in the distance. And then orbiting the closest star to the sun, which uh, looks like a kind of mix of desert and city, there's a little twinkle off in the distance that your guidance system indicates is the Conqueror's Forge. Oh, there it is. Conqueror's Forge. Two points off the nose. Alrighty. Take us in nice and slow. You immediately have two pings on your dashboard. There are two ships approaching your location, flanking you from either side. Yeah, this will be um, the local fuzz. It'll be the welcoming committee. Yes, I will yeah. try and open communications. Yeah, you open communications and you're immediately greeted by the sight of a large and rather grizzled looking Vesk. This is Vesk High Captain Slyker. <laughs> State your intention in the Veskarium and stop your ship for summary boarding and inspection, please. Greetings, fellow Starfarer. My name is Mark Ryder. I am the captain of the Lyca 7. Our business here is as tourists to the mighty Viscarian. We shall heave to and await your boarding. All the way over on one of the far ships, uh, Vesk High Captain Psyker just turns to his compatriot. He's like, shrugs to him. Better better put it in park, Ryder. We're coming. So these two ships, you're now close enough that uh, through the scanners you can get a decent view of them. They're both about the same size as the Leica, but they're a lot more blocky. They've got a series of four engines with three of them arranged in a triangle and then a central one. 
they're both very, very well armed and both very considerably bulky looking. Can I get an either a perception or an engineering role from either of you? Uh, I will do perception because that's higher for me. And I shall head over to the engineering console and engineer. <laughs> okay, so I've got 13 on the dice plus uh, 15 for perception. 36. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good. So Rather between the pair of you, Ryder's background's an operative and Mark's background <laughs> as... Uh, <laughs> As you can call him Raider. <laughs> no, it's Mark now, damn it. It's Mark Ryder. Just a doubly confusing. Because that's not going to um, get confusing at customs, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's up to you guys to uh, to not screw this up now, so yep. I have been taking notes. <laughs> mm. So between the pair of you anyway, you notice that this this ship it's it's in very good maintained condition, but looking closer you can see that it's had a long and definitely storied history. There's the the telltale signs where new patch panels have been welded over, like blaster holes and uh, ramming <laughs> damage has been repaired. This ship, while it's been very well maintained, you can tell that it's been doing this job a long time. My God, it looks like the Leica. It I looks mean, like the Leica, but there's no rust. And this is the rust is a, on the Leica. This uh, is a whole solar system full of Vs. What were you expecting? Hmm. And yes, the Leica does have rust. It's a sea ship, so. Yeah, salt water. Salt air, salt water. <laughs> it's in space. Metal. Yeah, but it's not it's always in space. Time. It's been both above, in, and underwater, so... Yeah, yeah fair point. <laughs> Some, sometimes all three, in very short succession. These ships are going to escort us to uh, Conqueror's Forge, right? Well, they're inspecting oh. us. Yeah. At the moment, what you've come up across is basically preliminary checking. So, right. if you imagine, Conqueror's Forge is essentially... The Pentagon, but with a gift shop. So, <laughs> see, I was picturing it as like a militarized cruise ship. Yeah, but, for I mean, me, it's, it's well. Area Fifty One with a yeah, gift shop. Yeah, actually, Area Area Fifty One with a gift shop is a good comparison. So, whilst you can get into America, you still have to go through customs, and you can get into uh, Area Fifty One, but you have to go through military security. If you imagine yeah, it's sort of concentric rings like that, the deeper you get and the higher security areas you get, the more scrutiny you're going to come across. But for the moment, this is just a couple of border guards who've seen a slightly beat-up-looking Leica-class shuttle with a design they haven't quite seen before pop out of <laughs> the drift. And this is just a standard check, you hope. Yeah. Yeah. We're literally not carrying anything of import, so you know, no. it should be all right. Except V, but they're in a coma. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm hoping they won't look in the medical cupboard where I've stored them. Um, Throw a blanket over it. <laughs> I've put a tiny fence around them. They cannot possibly cross. Right. So, so yeah, one of the ships is maintaining a uh, probably a distance of two to three Leica lengths away from you. The second one has pulled up alongside. It's extended a boarding airlock. Umbilical. And, yeah. An umbilical. And after a couple of minutes, you hear someone is knocking at the uh, the aft door. Very well, Ryder, you want to go and let them in? Uh, yeah, alrighty. Um, Ryder. Yes. Did you hide the the contraband stuff? What contraband? You know, V. They're in a closed medical container. That it would be a one in a million chance if they just decided to open it. Uh, all right. Well, shit, now I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, GM. All right, I'll go let him in. 
Okay, R Rada puts on her, uh, her uh, blue gradient shades and goes over to the airlock. Yeah. Be sure to be courteous. You're the helmsman. Oh, absolutely. She opens the airlock, slides open the door and stands to one side of it with her arms behind her back. And says, um, welcome aboard. Good afternoon. And uh, you would be? Ryder Maxim, helmsman. Very good, Ryder. I hope you don't mind. This is just a standard procedure for entering the Vescarium at the moment. So. Of course. Well, the captain's up on the bridge. I'm sure you can go over it in more details with him. Very good. And he'll provide the manifest. Absolutely. I'll go and prepare that for you now. Yep. Uh, yeah, so this Vesk, uh, he's got all his spikes. He's mostly sort of pale grey to almost like very lightish pink scales, but with darker sort of red scales on uh, a series of stripes that sort of start from his neck and probably work their way down into his armour and then emerge from his tail. Right. He's wearing standardish uh, vest armor that you can tell. It's the sort of thing you, a vest captain would be wearing. They're taller than V by a head. They're about a good nine feet tall. Holy shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Unfolds himself out the airlock. <laughs> oh, no. Luckily, all the times that V has entered next to the Leica, their head spikes have cut a nice pair of grooves in uh, <laughs> all of the doorways. So. <laughs> I'd, maybe not grooves. Maybe just like dents and scratch marks where these horns were yeah. at one point. Yeah. There's a surprising amount of wear on the ceiling. It looks like yeah. someone's been moving furniture around on the ceiling a lot, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's probably used to this at this point. His ship probably looks the same. He's accompanied by four other vest guards. He directs uh, two of them to wait with the ship and uh, one of them waits with you, Ryder, and the, the further two just uh, stride onto the ship and sort of disappear. Well well, Ryder's going to make her way up to the bridge with her hands behind her back, very non-threateningly, very officially, and uh, lead this uh, this other vesk up to the bridge. Yep, uh, Captain oh. Psyker follows you, and... Yeah, she'll open doors for him on the way. That's very nice of you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, hold on, I'm just going to roll, roll perception for a couple of these guards. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Lucky bastards. <laughs> Uh, Captain Psyker accompanies you up to the bridge. Uh, he sees Radar slash Mark, extends uh, a hand to them for a handshake, yeah, and radar, introduces himself. Sorry, Mark stands up from his seat, <laughs> turns around, gives him a handshake, says, welcome aboard, Captain. Captain Ryder. Ra please, it's ra it's Raider. Bitch, it was Ryder a minute ago. Ryder is biting her lip <laughs> as she puts her, she puts her head down over the oh, uh, computer okay. and is getting up a manifest on it now. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's going to put that down to some kind of interference. That means he didn't get in quite right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> he said you're here for tourism purposes? Certainly. We're here just for sightseeing. We had some free time. We thought we'd check out the Vescarium. Okay. And do you know the length that this trip will take? He's got a data pad out at this point. He's just entering details. Uh, we're uh, stopped for perhaps five days at most. We don't plan to be here the entire time. Very good. And uh, are you carrying any contraband weapons, uh, prohibited items of any kind? We carry personal weapons and weapons to defend the ship with. Other than that, no. Feel free right. to check our manifest. You can look around the vessel. At this point, Ryder turns around and she's got like a little data pad with the, uh, the manifest loaded onto it. Yep. And what is actually on your manifest? The truth. The truth. Does it include uh, apparently dead Vesk in a freezer? Well, no, because that hasn't been recorded properly yet. So, 
falsifying paperwork. <laughs> yep, uh, he checks over your manifest. Seeing as what you put on it is just personal weapons and... And a few dackies. Yeah, dackies, your personal effects. Nothing that would raise any eyebrows. Uh, that's it. Well, they, like, they'd have detected our weapons systems on the ship as well. They'd know yeah. about well, that's good because the Vesca don't have eyebrows. Mm. Uh, no, they do. They, they got, have ridges. Yeah, they have eyebrow ridges. ridges. Ridge brows. And eye spikes. And eye spikes. Yeah. But yeah, like literally, it's a full manifest of what the Liger has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, surely, right? That's what's on there, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Says Ryder with a straight face to Ryder. To Ryder. Stop. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you chose these names. You could have been anything. You could have been Voss. No, we have to be Voss later. I <laughs> said we were Radar and, and Ryder. Yeah. That, that was fine. <laughs> After probably about four or five minutes, uh, he's, he's just been scrolling through the manifest. His two guards return to him. One of them whispers something into his ear. He doesn't seem to react to it. He hands back to you your data pad and says, Very well. All seems to be more or less in order. Can I roll perception to see if I can lip read to see what he said into his ear, to see what he whispered? Or was it too quick? Vesk, do not have lips. She's watched V talk. She'll have an idea yeah. of what Vesk speech patterns look like. Do some of that operative shit. But yes, can I? <laughs> okay, yeah, give me an... Sense motive! Yeah. Right. Go for it. Okay, so that is 14 on the dice, plus 15 for sense motive. Not great, but... 29. That's really yeah. fucking great. That's uh, alright. <laughs> Could have been better. Considering Vesk don't have lips, and you're doing it from quite a distance, you get some of what he says... Uh, okay. Hold on, I'm going to write out exactly what they said and I'm going to cross out half the words at random. So Redacted, yes. So you get threats, third person, and bay. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not good. <laughs> However, he is allowing you. Right, okay. Well, so, Ryder's going to uh, notice these words. Um scream internally a little bit but have no change in her um, facial expression. <laughs> just imagining Ryder's like, like drops of sweat going down their face. Mm-hmm. Sinking into her fur. His expression doesn't belie any particular surprise or concern. He hands you back the, the manifest and uh, uh, reboards his own ship. Before he leaves, he just, he just turns to you and says if you are planning to attend the Conqueror's Forge. You won't be allowed to take any of your weapons on board, just so you know. Oh, that should be fine. We're not going to war, are we? Of course, Captain, of course. Let's hope so. And with that, the uh, the door closes behind you. There's sound of the ship undocking. And then, uh, yeah, you are free to continue, apparently. Ryder right. grabs Radar and says, They know! They fucking know about V! <laughs> Sorry, in my head, she grabbed his lapels, pulled him down to her level, yeah. smashed her <laughs> forehead against his, and just yelled, They know! They know about me! That's exactly what I saw in my head as well. Yeah. She what? leaps up, grabs his lapels, and pulls him down. What? They know! I, 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 I saw the guy, he whispered to the captain, he said he said there's a, a third person, and uh, uh, there was the word threat. In, in, in... They know about V! They... But they let us go! Yeah! They did, which is confusing. Yeah, uh, the, the two ships. One of them, one of them has resumed, more or less, traveling back in the direction they come from. The other one seems to have disappeared. They like, if they wanted to arrest us, they could have done it then. Uh, We're unarmed. 
I don't like this. I don't like this at all. This feels like a trap. They want to lure us in so they can so they can grab V, and then we never see them again, and then they do horrible experiments on V. I don't like this at all. No. So what do we do? Do we go back? Uh, we could. We could just leave. We could just leave. And just wake V up and say, nope, sorry, they've discovered you. Yeah. <sighs> Because we didn't have any medical-based facilities back at the pub and we're not allowed to keep bodies in a freezer full of ham. No, we tried that once. It didn't work. Uh, yeah. Or... Shit, what do we do? What do we do? Well, detect... Right, I've got it, I've got it, right. Hop in the seat, fly casual, like we're heading to the thing, like we don't know that they know, that we know that they don't know. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Right, it gets back in the pilot seat and um, very gently takes us towards Conqueror's Forge. The other ship isn't following you in particular. They've peeled and away. One of them's heading back home. The other one is... Where's the other one, GM? Where is the other one? <laughs> there was only two. I'm not going to do a... Right. Yeah, so one's there headed off. Two. Where's the other one? <laughs> yeah. Look out the window. I am looking out the damn window. Look out the other window. I'm looking out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's not immediately apparent. I'm not going to do a radar sweep. That's too suspicious. Fuck it. Can I um, see if it's latched onto the ship? <laughs> We'd know. We'd know with the weight. There'd be a thonk, yeah. They're, they're as big as we are. <laughs> Someone latching a ship that size to your ship would be like immediately apparent to all the occupants. You know that just yes. straight as yeah. a pilot slash engineer. Yeah. No, it's fine. okay. Mission continues. Worst case scenario, we fight our way out of the Vescarium. Sure. Uh, go and check the medical bay. See if they've put a tracker on us or in there. Yes, very well. Um, Flyby, could you come with me, please? Okay. And, uh, yeah, if you want to give me probably a computer's role to do a full scan of the ship to find out if there's any tracking devices. Yep. So Radar goes to the computer console, sits down, and starts doing the sweep of the vessel with a nat 20, but it's a skill, so it doesn't matter. Um, uh, 37. 37. Yeah. So for 37, uh, you do... A full systems check for any unauthorized broadcasting devices. Uh, there's nothing apparent. Whatever, whatever they did when they were searching the ship, they didn't leave any trackers on it or anything like that. They just searched through, as far as you can tell, a bunch of the rooms. Like uh, looking through the like. I'm, I'm inside. I'm guessing you you walk through the entire ship while you do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, like walking through the ship, you can tell that uh, cupboards have been opened and closed. Uh, like the engine room's been entered and exited, things like that. But nothing's broken or ripped apart, or they haven't done like thorough, super detailed like TSA rubber glove search yeah. of the ship. Excellent. They haven't ripped open Ryder's Daki to have a look for cocaine or anything. No, but they did rip open Ryder's Daki because it's an affront to uh, all comedy. <laughs> How dare! <laughs> did they mess up the Zen Garden? It's important. Hmm? Uh, no, because someone's <laughs> shitting it again. <laughs> oh. What do you mean, someone? There's yeah. only like three people on the ship now. Yeah. Uh, but everybody. The beats. mystery of the phantom shitter. Uh, <laughs> no, one of them just like one of them just like kicked it over on the way out. What uh, the entire thing? That'd be mean. Yeah, like, no. Fuck your zen garden. No, they haven't <laughs> no. messed with your zen garden, and they haven't really decapitated yeah. your daki. Not purposefully, anyway. <laughs> as funny yeah. as it would be. Radar, mate. Right, he's going to head for the med bay. Yeah, you check in the med bay. So, how did you leave uh, the tube with V in it? Was it just sort of strapped to one of the walls, or was it just got like a blanket over it? Or no, there's like a, a recess in the wall with a door over it that sort of like just looks like the wall, isn't there? I, I thought it was one of them. I oh, know. I've never actually pictured the medical bay. 
especially since this is the uh, first time being in, in a coma in it. But hmm. I mean, it's it's not very big because we didn't actually pay for a proper full med bay, so it's more like an alcove. Okay, um, yeah. just just off of the common area. They just look like a bit of wall. I thought. I don't know. It's up to you, really. Like no clear panels or anything. Just looks like a metal. Thing. Okay. Otherwise, we'd have left them at the bar. Yeah. 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 A cursory glance over it would not identify that there is a medical capsule there. <laughs> we would not have been so overt about having a wanted convict out in the open like that. Just in a glass tube. No. Yeah. Can I get a int roll for? Okay. That's three. That's a second twenty. Yeah, you will remember that uh, V is not wanted by the Vescarium. The Vescarium just thinks they're dead. Sorry, that's what I meant. Um, but they probably want to still think they're dead until we've done the thing. Well, we've just got a dead Vesk in a tube. Ah. Ryder is beginning to cotton on. Well, yes, yes that would still be cause to report it to customs. You just have a body. Depends how, um, how what the, uh, the culture of, of the Vesk Empire is. What are we going to be like? He's like, why have you got a body? We found it. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably think of some kind of cover story for mm. that in well, case they ask us a question. Th- this is why we tried to hide it. So, I don't know, man. We got rumbled. Mm. Does it well, say dead Vesk storage on the outside of your ship? <laughs> Give Radar a spray can in five minutes and it could do. Was that a Pulp Fiction reference? Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. But yes, just to uh, get you both up to speed... Since uh, the urine roll is fairly decent, V is believed dead by the Vescarium, and you have V's apparently dead body in your ship. Mm-hmm. So, as far as things go, this isn't the worst possible outcome. However, between you, you probably know there's probably going to be some questions about why you have the dead body of a former Vesk. Uh... Okay. Radar. She's yeah. going to be, like, uh, on the comms. I think I've come up with an idea. Okay. As to um, basically, V, they're not like a convict or anything. They're not like a criminal. Vesk Empire just thinks they're dead. So just having them on the ship isn't too bad. But they should probably we should probably come up with a reason for why that is in case they ask us at customs. Yeah, but then why even bother hiding? Well, it's not hidden. It's just no, no, no. stored. Like, why did V spend years hiding from the Vescarium when they could just turn back up and say, "I'm alive. Look, hey." Well, they, they didn't. didn't. They're dead. Yes, yeah, so why did they maintain that illusion? They didn't. They're dead. Okay, I'm going to give you this one for free, because the Vescarian weren't the people they were hiding from. Yeah, they're hiding from you as the drive yards. And the oh. Starfinder Society. And the Starfinder Society. Mainly the Starfinder Society. Oh. I've been thinking it's the Vescarian this entire time. No, basically, the Vesk don't really give a shit about V. The only reason that they care is because it's under the Pact World Agreement. Wanted criminals, if they're found, are supposed to be turned over to the Starfinders. So V has to pretend to be dead. So, what if um, we used to know V, and they left us the ship in their will, but their last request was to be a part of it, and we don't really talk about it, they just sit in the med bay in that little room? Right, that's that's really macabre. It is, but we don't think about it very often. I do kind of like it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll That's do. why I thought and it worked. Okay, okay we'll do that. They're a spiritual figurehead, which is not allowed to strap them to the outside of the ship. The best yeah. friends a Vesk could ever hope for. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'll be honouring this if he actually dies. Yeah, sure. 
what we'll, just, we'll just um, taxidermy them and have them sitting in, in engineering in their office. No, what we <laughs> shall do is we shall have their ashes compressed down into diamond and then have it as an integral part of the engine system. It's what they want. Oh. No, they want their full body kept on the ship. It's what they to, want. I want you to it's start what, throwing us at people. Okay, it's what they want. <laughs> it was V's last wish to be um, preserved in the med bay alongside their creation. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, okay. we'll do that. We'll do that. That could otherwise be useful. Besides, like V, Ryder is stress smoking at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Just pacing back and forth <laughs> on the bridge. All right, we're good. I'm coming back. That could have been a lot worse. That could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yes, but it could have been a lot better. We stumbled up the first hurdle there, but it's fine. Everything it's will fine. be fine. Like the the, the whole pretending like thing was was fine. We did fine. We're fine. We're good. I'm good. We're How are still you? doing fine. Where's Conqueror's Forge? Is it in front of me yet? It's that thing in front of you. It's right there. All this time, you've slowly been progressing towards Conqueror's Forge. You've now got a much better view of it. The blueprints that V had, the holograms, they do not do it justice. This thing is, it's two and a half miles long, cylindrical, billions of glowing lights encircling the outside. It's a system of concentric layers upon layers upon layers of decks and engineering yards and docks and weaponry. There's steady streams of ships of all types, shapes and sizes of all different kinds of races exiting and entering from various docking ports. Massive cargo shuttles coming up from Vesk Prime and descending from Vesk 3 and 4 down towards it. This thing is a hive of activity. As you get closer to it, uh, once again, you're receiving a hail. Oh, radar, get in the captain's seat. Yeah, I'm in. Right, add to the hail. This time it's uh, it's an unidentified vest. They don't give you their name. They're just wearing uh, what looks like a flight controller's outfit with a headset. So, like a seven, stay in tension. This is the Lyca 7 reporting to Congress Forge, requesting uh, final approach vector and docking clearance. Uh, business is tourism. Very good. Proceed to civilian sector. Uh, they, they broadcast you some coordinates that appear on your screen with essentially a map for the correct dock to enter. Clearance granted. Proceed to your docking station and uh, wait security. Thank you. Good day. Thank you, Control. Like it out. And yep, it terminates. And on your screen now, you've got a pinpoint direction to a specific section of Conqueror's Forge. Yeah. You've got probably a, a good 15 minutes of flying just to get past all the various different layers and sections to get to your specific docking port. But uh, yeah, that you're basically being directed into one of the civilian sectors to go through the Conqueror's Forge equivalent of customs. American airport security. <laughs> yeah, hope you like sitting in traffic for a minute, Ryder. Mm -hmm. uh... yeah, yeah, I know where I'm going. Now, okay. you, you remember all of the plan, yeah? I will simply say, I will follow your lead. Okay. But if they split us up and put us in different rooms and ask us separate questions, because they might do that. I'm here on tourism. I'm the captain of the ship. There you go. Yeah, there's, there's a queue of three or four ships ahead of you, but basically when you arrive at this dock, you can see there's a, there's a small shuttlecraft with a massive viewport on the front of it, and inside that there's uh, another vest with one of those, uh, you know those two wands, the light-up wands? Mm -hmm. Oh, tr yeah, directing craft. Yeah. They're doing that basically in 3D while standing on this hovering platform with a glass screen in front of them, and uh, yet cool. the they're directing various ships both up, down, left, right, and forwards, all to various docking bays, while at the same time there's a second vesk and a second similar pod who's also flying around controlling outbound traffic. Rose is going to flip a few switches. Um, 
put the landing gear down and very, very gently put it down on this platform. One yeah. more piloting so you don't fuck this up. Sure. I'm just waiting for that one time that you're going to fail a piloting roll and just body the ship into, like, <laughs> it's stupid. It's 28 for piloting. Not today. Not today. Yeah, you, you effortlessly swing the ship around, back it into this uh, docking bay, put it down with the gentlest touch of a feather, the life support and fueling lines automatically hook up, ready to supply the ship, and you ah. are docked. Okay, well done, Ryder. <sighs> So, okay. Um, let's, right, Rudder uh, leans back, cracks her knuckles, and makes her way to the uh, the docking bay. Radar stands up with a noise like somebody standing on a bag of crisps. Look. Follows Ryder. Okay. Showtime. Game faces. Game. Yeah, the, uh, the, the door, uh, your, your cargo hatch slides open, and on the other side, you're greeted by two rather anonymous looking, again, Vesk guards. They're going to see a lot of Vesk. Funny that. Yeah. Ryder's going to have a, a really sore neck after this. going to be looking up a lot. Everybody's <laughs> just going to be a pair of nostrils to you. <laughs> I forgot about that. You're going to be tiny to them. But uh, uh, then again, <laughs> tell you what, as you're, as you're looking around, you can see there's a couple of skittermanders as well. And they're at the same height yeah. as you. So, yeah, go you. Ryder, remember, you're an arms dealer. No, wait, you're a tourist. <laughs> no, not Forget yet. Yeah, yeah. I remember sake. the plan. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ryder's pinching her brow so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Later. So, if you imagine, like you've arrived in an airport, so you've deboarded your ship. There's a large atrium area, and uh, you can mill around there for a while. But everyone who's leaving their own various ships are generally being funneled towards these large security areas. There's a group of Lashunters with maybe like twenty of them as a party. There's actually a couple of other Yosaki and a couple of Brunari who are all together as one group. Looks like uh, they look like they're on holiday. They're all wearing Hawaiian shirts for some reason. Oh, seeing the Hawaiian shirts, Ryder's going to like uh, slink back to her room and throw some like a, like a change of clothes in the in a like little duffel bag because they they're tourists for cover. Yep. And most importantly, oh. you're not taking any of your weapons with you, are you? Nope, no weapons, nope. not no yet. Weapons. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, your ship is secured. You can leave it there, and uh, anything you leave on your ship will be left alone. There's like there's fairly tight security around. You can see there's there's Vesk guards sort of all over the place wearing sort of like helmets, body armor. They're all carrying sort of general purpose rifles <laughs> and a sidearm. Yeah, Ryder presses the um, the clicker on the uh, the keys for Leica and the indicators <laughs> flash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes her way down the uh, gangplank and over to where everyone seems to be congregating and sort of indicates for radar to follow up. Yeah, Ra- Radar has, like, not left her side. He's never more than six feet away. Has Radar got, like, a, a travel bag? Yeah, I, I didn't want to cut across when you were describing that. So he's, he's done exactly the same thing, because fantastic idea. Yeah. So, yeah, as you, as you walk out into the main sort of atrium area, you can see there's there's large screens. That are, like, one of them is just cycling through, like, general news stories and adverts. The other one is uh, showing the current vest security level. Today's security which... level is four. Ryder speaks Vesk. Yes. Radar, do you speak Vesk? Yes. Both of you can see that at the moment, uh, like, uh, one of the screens just, there's some sort of politics show going on, there's two Vesk having a heated debate about something boring. But on the news station, it cycles through a story that looks like there's been some kind of attack on one of the outer Vesk planets. It looks like there's a reporter describing in the background a scene of what looks like something has exploded somewhere, and uh, they're still trying to sort out exactly what's gone on. But the security level 
on Conqueror's Forge and all the inner Vesk world has been raised. <gasps> it's gone to Vescon 3. Not Vescon 3. What happens then? <sighs> oh my god, I'm stealing Vescon. <laughs> You're stealing Vescon. <laughs> so yeah, um, Ryder's going to like um, tug um, Radar's trouser leg a little and point up to the screen. Yeah, Radar's just going to nod without saying anything. He's seen it. Well, this doesn't make things more complicated for us getting in. Over the tannoy, in both Vesk and then repeated in common, uh, there's an announcement. Good afternoon. Enhanced security procedures are currently in effect. We apologise for any delay. Please queue in an orderly fashion and await processing. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> and then resumes uh, sort of the advertisements they're on before. What you can see as well is that as people are going through the checkpoints, they're being separated. Fancy that. <laughs> as parties are going through the checkpoints, they're being individually taken away to separate rooms. And like they're spending maybe a couple of minutes per party and maybe a minute or so per person. There is one person where suddenly the room that they're in, the door to it doesn't open. And then there's some talking over a radio and then a party of six Vesk into the room. The person who had entered sort of comes out maybe being carried by two of the Vesk in handcuffs. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Give me a perception roll. P is for perception. 18 total. 16 and 15. One of the other Vesk that's walking behind him is carrying what looks like the guy's duffel bag and inside you can just see poking out of the corner of it what looked to be maybe uh, the barrels of three or four rifles. Holy shit. Ooh, they're really in tune on um, security here. An entire rifle wouldn't fit in that bag as well, which is a bit strange. Hmm. You can just see the barrel of a rifle poking up. That's interesting. Yeah, questions for later. I'll let you puzzle on that one. But yeah, it is your turn. You approach the, the front security desk, and uh, there's a... Again, there's a vest there. Uh, they, they greet you. Good, good afternoon. They check their tab. Uh, Mark Radar, Ryder Maxim. Yep, that's us. Right, as you're aware, we're currently going through enhanced security procedures. I'm going to need each of you to wait in these processing booths and a member of staff will with you shortly, okay? That's fine. Um, how long do you reckon it's going to take? Just out of curiosity. It's going to take longer than a couple of minutes. There's quite a long line behind you as well. This guy looks pretty tired. Like, he's yeah. been on a very <laughs> long shift and he's got a lot more people to process, so... He's been doing this shit all day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ryder's going to smile, nod, and go where she needs to go. Yep, so you're both directed to separate rooms. Ryder, you'll go first. Yay! Have oh. fun, Ryder! <laughs> yep, so this the room that you're in, it's fairly featureless. There's a, there's a desk on one side. It's, uh, it's a bit scratched up, but it looks otherwise alright. It looks like uh, a lot of people have been through here in a very short period. There's some litter, uh, but otherwise it's generally clean and tidy. You're, yeah. you're in there for no less than a couple of seconds when the, the door slides open on the other side and uh, a, a best security guard enters. Again, they look fairly unremarkable. This one's a bit scrawnier than the other ones you've seen so far. And he's not wearing armor. He's wearing almost robes, like cool. uh, a tunic style outfit. But at the same time, it's got metal caps on the shoulder blades. Hmm. And uh, he looks he looks you up and down. Uh Here's a question for you. Are you wearing yes. your mind circlet right now? Am I wearing what? Your mind circlet. No, I'm not. You're not? Okay. Yeah, Ryder sort of smiles and, uh, and nods to him. Ryder Maxim, 
this uh, shouldn't take very long. As you're aware, there's been some kind of terrorist attack at uh, one of the outer Vest planets, Vestgate. We're still trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I saw that. That looks that looks serious. Is, is everything all right? It's yet to be determined. This only happened two or three hours ago, so we're still trying to sort out the details. But for the moment, unfortunately, that does mean that we are into enhanced security procedures across all the prime Vesk worlds and territories. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, is, is everything still going to be open here? Are all the shops going to be open? For the moment, there's no reason for us to believe there's any risk to Conqueror's Forge. Okay. Well, I understand you need to keep everyone safe, so that, that's fine. So your name is uh, Ryder Maxim? Yep, that's right. Yep. And if you give me mysticism, if you have it. Okay, so that is 18. You can't be sure, but you feel the very slightest of pressure, just as if someone's put two fingers to the front of your head and not pushed against you, but just put two invisible fingers against your temple very slightly, just just as if they're brushing beneath the fur, and it lasts for a second, just as you're answering the question, but no longer. Right, okay. She's probably not going to react to that, because... Um... She'll know that there will be psychic security. And she'll probably be aware that Baff used to do stuff like that when she was, like, healing her. That. It's not something you felt before, but the general, like, aura you get is almost similar to what you'd imagine if Baff were doing some brain scanning, it might feel like that. Right, okay. So he continues. And your purpose aboard Conqueror's Forge? Oh, we're just here to see the sights and sounds. Uh, we've got a friend here who is into mixology, also owns a bar. We're looking to meet up with them, maybe trade some secrets, you know. about mixology, you understand? And he, the, this guy has no idea what mixology is. He gives you a puzzled look. <laughs> Can you explain, please, mixology? Right. So uh, when you're in a bar, sometimes people want these things called uh, cocktails, which are like a mix of different kinds of alcohol. That's uh, mixology, just different blends, you know? Different flavours. I see. Okay. And are you bringing any alcohol aboard Conqueror's Forge for those purposes? Uh, no, no, no. No, we don't have any stuff with us other than a change of clothes and some um, some personal items. Are you here for any purposes detrimental to Conqueror's Forge or the Vesk as a species? Um, Roll bluff. <laughs> sure. Okay, that is 17 plus 15. Got lots of fifteens. Uh, that's thirty-two for bluff for me. Ooh, very good. Uh, again, their expression belies nothing. Okay. Um, not to my knowledge. No, if you count some um, exchanging alcohol recipes as detrimental to the Vesk Empire, she says with a little innocent smile. Are you, or have you ever carried any contraband or illicit weapons aboard your vessel today? Well, I mean. I made some pretty strong Vesk hooch at one point. Don't know if you'd count that as illicit, though. Well, as of yet, there's no specific legislation against that, so long as you're not bringing it aboard Conqueror's Forge. No, no, absolutely not. I read the brochure before we came. Final question. Who is VOC Coroning? V? Oh! Very close friend of ours, actually. Yeah. Are they visiting alongside you? <sighs> you could say that, yeah. They're part of the ship, you know. Go on, one more bluff roll. <laughs> With advantage, because technically you haven't told a lie. Yes, true. So add add three to it. That's a net 20. Oh, <laughs> You have got very lucky on this, I'll tell you that. <sighs> okay, good. <Yeah. coughs> 
Yeah, again, you, when, uh, as you give your reply, you feel the two fingers just gently brushing your fur, just on your temple. But, no, they, uh, they hand you back your paperwork, they stand up, the, the door opens for you, they just do it. Thank you very much, thank you for your cooperation. Again, we apologise for the, the measures that are currently undertaken, but as you can understand, we are living in difficult times. That's quite alright, I understand the need for security. These are troubling times, after all. Enjoy your, uh, the, they check their notes. Mixology. <laughs> I will try my best. Thank you very much. You have a good day now. Yep. Ryder very rigidly walks out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Radar, you see from just before you're entering your room, Ryder enters theirs. Uh, you see someone enter from the other side, but you don't really get a glimpse of who. And then a couple of minutes later, uh, Ryder walks out again. Ah, excellent. She's very stiffly. Yeah, she's very stiff. She's got wide eyes and like a sort of Charlie Brown expression on her face. Oh, they didn't cavity search her, surely. <laughs> well, that's no. for her to know and you to find out. Oh, joy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you're ushered towards this security-type room. Basically two sliding doors, one at either end. As the first door closes, the second one opens, and then, again, a vest enters. They're not really like the other vests, they're a bit scrawnier, and rather than the sort of standard vest military armour, this one's wearing sort of like flowing clothing capped with metal shoulder blades. So, uh, I apologise for this, but as you can understand, we're currently experiencing what appears to be some kind of threat against the Vescarium. It's just a couple of quick questions, and then uh, we can allow you on your way. We'll go ahead. Yep. Yeah, uh, first of all, can I get your uh, name, please? Yes, my name is Mark Ryder. Um, I have an alias that is Radar, but it's not used officially. And uh, purpose you're uh, visiting the Conquest Forge for? Tourism. We've heard many things about the the mighty forge. Very good. Uh, just as he says that, can you give me a perception? Ooh, P is for perception. Twenty nine. Just as they ask the questions, you feel as if someone's very gently put a pair of fingers against your temple very briefly and then let them away. Yeah. It's a mental probe, like, isn't it? It's almost imperceptible. Like It's not like hard pressure or headache or anything like that. It's just as if someone's brushed a pair of fingers very gently into the fur, just between your yeah. eyes and your hair. The Vesk that's sitting opposite you, there's there's no like change of expression. His eyes don't glow and there's no like mystic runes appear around him. He yeah. just, he's just looking at you with those big best guys. So radar shifts a bit, but not like uncomfortably. He just yep. sort of nods. Cool. And can you also give me a bluff roll? Dig deep, little yote. Yeah, I got fucking twenty three. <laughs> you got twenty three. I got. He's got plus nine to bluff. Yeah. Excellent. And I thought you. He's been practicing, RJ. <laughs> oh, I was expecting you to flunk this, but okay. Thanks. I think. He looks at you again. Are you aware or actively participating in any current uh, risks to either the Vescarium, the Vesk as a species, or to Conqueror's Forge? No. I plan to raid the gift shop. That was about it. He, he notes something down. And then, are you carrying with you at the moment, or on your ship, any weapons, contraband, or illicit items? Uh, there are ship's defence weapons, which your security forces have already cleared. Okay, and that's it? Yeah, oh, and uh, personal weapons, but we've left them on the ship. Okay. Again, you feel the slightest pressure 
Does it help that Radar has told the truth? <laughs> it is actually helping your case a lot. This is weighted depending yeah. on how much you're lying. So, final question. Who is VOC Carney? Uh, they were a friend. Were? Yes. Are they uh, not with you then? No, they're dead. Um, their body is stored on the ship. It was their final wish that they basically go where the like go. It was very dear to them and they bequeathed the ship to us on their passing. I'll roll that bluff. I'll roll that bluff roll now. <laughs> yep. <gasps> 28. 28. Radar Ooh. is lying through his teeth. <laughs> what's what's Radar's uh, behaviour while he's saying this? Are you just trying to maintain calm, relaxed, chill? He's relaxed, but not too relaxed. He's respectful, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just he's just sat there. He's got his arms on the table, fingers crossed. Uh, he'll smile at them if they look at him. They look at something on their pad and then look back to you. Again, you feel the very slight like finger tap, only just for the very briefest of second. And then uh, he stands up and he says, thank you very much for your cooperation. If you could please make your way through the security area and uh, enjoy your stay aboard Conqueror's Forge. Thank you very much. And just as you, the door opens. And Radar walks out. And quietly lets out a sigh of relief. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <Ooh. laughs> I'm just going to roll a perception for that. You okay, buddy? (laughs) After a not at all stressful security procedure, you are now aboard the civilian sector, or one of the civilian sectors of Conqueror's Forge. Oh, they let us through. Yes, you've both been let through. Amazingly, Radar can bluff now, apparently. Holy shit! Yeah, exactly! Since it nearly got us all killed. Where did this come from? Like, a (laughs) level ago? Um... (laughs) I guess you can't really tell if he's sweating if he's covered in fur. <laughs> yeah, Ryder's like got this oily fur all over her, so it's impossible to tell when she's yeah, nervous and bricking it. You're slick, and I don't know if Radar sweats. It's not. He's certainly not panting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ah, Ryder, there you are. Hello. Hello. I think we should go for a drink. Yeah, me too. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. If I set the scene for you. So after the security area basically opens out into this massive atrium area, the the ceiling is maybe six or seven stories above you, and it's an intricate uh, series of triangular glass tiles and metalwork through which, if you imagine, Conqueror's Forge is essentially a giant cylinder, and it rotates on its long axis in order to... uh, create Coriolis effect. Gravity. From where you are on one of the outer layers, looking directly upwards, you can look through all one and a bit miles of the diameter of Conqueror's Forge. You can see the distant sparks of ships being built. There's a massive assembly line along the axis for giant space cruisers with bits being craned in and out of them. And then on the higher levels, you can see uh, soldiers practicing drills. And on the atrium section that you're at, there's buildings up to five stories high, shops, restaurants. The main entrance is flanked by this massive pair of statues. Can I get a cultural thing on you? Sure. It's like uh, a giant sushi roll full of Vescan guns. Yep, that's essentially it. <laughs> Radar has rolled five. Right. A five? <laughs> right, clearly you've worn out your dice. Uh, I got a 14 plus 11 for culture. Uh, 14 plus 11, 25. Okay. Radar is looking up at it and going, this is very impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it's a shame it was built with um, slave labour, but whatever. 
Ryder, with your culture roll, you will know that the two statues either side, the one that's holding uh, a giant, what looks like carved out representation of a plasma shield, is uh, High Despot Cantramel Kominar, who is the current Vesk dictator. And on the other side is uh, a second statue who's holding a giant long spear with uh, what looks like uh, electricity crackling from it. And you can tell with your roll that one is uh, Demorototh, who is the best god of war. Ah. And, uh, both of them sit either side of the main entrance from the security area into this giant bustling atrium. And uh, most so of this is very sort of very sort of neo-Roman um, in terms of its culture and law. It's almost neo-futuristic Roman in that nice. you've got these two massive statues, and then behind that you've got all the buildings. There, they're not quite carved of stone, but they're like built of the same gunmetal like material, and to an overall blocky sort of consistent style. Like there's different right. visual tweaks between buildings, but. There's, there's clearly an overall design ethos here, which is the best design ethos of make it big, heavy, and durable. Yeah, utilitarian. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, it's you... Chunk. It, it is chunk. You can see a bar. Well, before we go that way, um, Red's going to do a bit of counter-surveillance. She's going to reach into her uh, duffel bag and get a makeup kit with a little mirror. She's going to pretend to be putting on some uh, some eyeshadow real quick, but she's also going to be looking over her shoulders to check that they're being followed or watched by anyone. You know the rules. P is for perception. Uh-huh. P is for perception. It is 18! Perception. I love these dice. Plus 15 again. Are these the rider dice? Yes, they are. God fucking damn it. It's uh, 33. To see if there's, like, the Vesk Stasi looking for them sort of thing. You don't see any Vesk in long coats. Okay. But... So this is a fairly busy atrium. There's people all around. For a second, you think that uh, one of the Vesk in the fight corner might have been looking at you, but you can't be sure because they look away and someone passes between you and you're, like, what, three foot tall? Yeah. Yeah, this is quite um, this is quite a uh, dazzling experience for a rider being surrounded yeah. by Vs. <laughs> so you think someone might have been looking at you, but... You can't be sure. They may have just been um, curious to see a, a Yusaki wandering around. The majority of people going about your, their business on this... I mean, it's about as busy as a shopping centre on a Saturday evening. There's quite a lot of people around. Uh, there's there's quite a lot of vests. There's a fair few Lashunta, some Kasatha. There's, uh, again, there's like the, the, the party of Yusaki and others that uh, went through. There's You see quite a few Skittamanders doing sort of like... There's a couple that look like they're doing some kind of courier job where they're skipping like door to door for all these buildings, handing out some kind of flyer or leaflet, sort of going up and down. Skittering here, mandering there. Yep. Well, Ryder's going to work. She's going to see if she can catch a, a descriptive glimpse of the person she thought was looking at her, or have they just disappeared into the crowd at this point? Tell you what, give me a second perception, because the, the first one was you think that someone okay. might have been looking at So this is for her, like, fixating far, right? on that person. All right. Oh, that's a two. Yeah. Two plus fifteen. Okay. <laughs> you think they might have had uh, light-coloured scales, right? That's about it. Also, Ryder now has too much eyeshadow on. She looks like she's been punched. <laughs> so, you just, so you're now uh, like a yeah. Goth. So she puts her uh, her gradient shades back on to cover that up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So again, you're you're on bustling city streets and you're heading away from the uh, security terminus. I mean, you've you've got the pick of 
like pretty much every building has a restaurant or a bar or a shop of some kind of ground floor level. So you're, you're free to just yeah. walk around. I've got this right. It follow the nose. Radar is going to use nothing. He's just going to see if he can smell some kind of sushi bar for Ryder. Oh. Uh, yeah, amongst the the various other sights and smells of this uh, this sector, you can just catch a very faintest wish of uh, of whatever the Starfinder equivalent of salmon is. Raw fish! <laughs> <laughs> raw fish, cooked fish, sake, chopstick. Yeah, sushi isn't just raw fish, there's plenty of other stuff in there. No, there isn't. Okay. It's okay, it's okay Ryder. <laughs> because I am literally twice your height as well, I think I can see you want sushi. Amazingly, on this starship, several miles in space, in the middle of nowhere, there is a sushi bar. Of course there is. It's very popular. They're everywhere. It's like McDonald's. As <laughs> yeah. I was say, the other thing is it's probably getting towards late evening aboard Congress Forge at this point. Ah, okay. So it has day-night cycles. It, it essentially has day-night cycles, and it's the... Cool. Does it rain? It does not rain. Ah. Uh, the climate is very carefully managed. It's going to be very interesting to see this place like, light up, like the, the sort of nightlife. Yeah. Well, you'd be able to it, see night creeping across the opposite plane, um, like across the mile and a half through all the mm, ships and everything. You'd see yeah. the light sweeping in. That would be cool as fuck. When you get yeah. to the inner rings, firstly, some very funky physics kick in. Secondly, uh, you can see oh, yeah. like, down the entire <laughs> length of uh, the space station. And yes, like, like, like Radar said, you can see the shadow of the planet slowly enveloping the station. That's, That's cool. It. Yeah, radar like taps Ryder on the shoulder and points at it. Oh yeah, look at that. That's pretty, isn't it? It's it's approaching I don't know half ten, uh, and slowly places are starting to convert to their night cycle, like lights are lighting up, things like that. You are standing outside a taste of the sea, Conqueror's Forge, number one and only sushi bar. Oh, good spot, radar. Yeah, I thought you might like this. Yeah, Ryder's gonna like uh, hop onto a seat outside and look at the menu. Well, let's have a look at the menu. Do they do anything that isn't sushi? Yeah, probably. Basically, it's being manned by a very old, again, Vesk. Darkish, uh, orange, like brownish scales with some lighter orange ones. She passes you out a couple of menus. Thank you. Radar's going to go through his pocket cash. Because, mm. you know, we'll have to pay for this. Yeah. And you don't want to leave a paper trail. No, that's fine. So don't use your card. Mm -hmm. How much cash have you got? How much cash has Radar got? How much cash has Radar got? <laughs> I don't, I'm not your mum. <laughs> um, he has a thousand in savings. How much of that would he have had in his pockets, GM? That's your decision. I didn't. Uh, hey Siri, random number one to thousand. One hundred and one credits. Ah, how much is the the food in the car? Uh, you're about twelve. Yeah. Okay. It's all right, Ryder. I've got this one. Oh, right. Uh, Ryder probably have about uh, two hundred credits on a person. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got rinsed, mate. <laughs> Yep. But, uh, I think I rinsed myself there. Fucking you played yourself. Congratulations. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <sighs> Your noodles arrived. They're very hot. The grackle is very fresh. Mm. Yeah, Ryder, Ryder like, tucks into this immediately. She's very hungry. You've you gone from stress smoking to stress eating. Yeah. <laughs> Ryder says thank you to, to the... Mm, yeah, thank you, thank you. But yeah, uh, you have got noodles, and you have the entire evening aboard the space station. <sighs> you know, it's actually quite nice here. Yeah, I was just thinking that. The sun's blue, isn't it? The sun is blue. Yeah, 
probably be all like this really cool, like different shades of like blue and, and almost purpley light, and then it would go black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. The sun is like when it's in the sky, it is big. Like yeah. like filling half the viewport's big. But now that it's dipped behind the uh, the horizon of Vest Prime, we've actually got quite a nice view of Vest Prime floating above you, all the stars in the background now that the sun's out of the way. Yeah, she's gonna like lean her head back and uh, look up whilst munching on noodles. This is nice, isn't it? Makes you wonder though, doesn't it? Like that big sun was the reason that they they wake up in the morning, that they uh, they have energy in the morning. I wonder what the nightlife is gonna be here, given that they're well, basically running on low battery at the moment. They are, but think of it this way. Like anybody, they've managed to get off of their planet and out of their solar system, so they might have some technology that allows them to operate at night. An artificial sun, maybe. There's no, there was no natural occurrence that made any of us leap into space, was there? It was all technology. Unless you're a space whale. Yeah, but also ambition, I guess. It's just some people's ambition is exploration and others is conquering. Yeah, conquer the unknown. The Yosaki reason for going to space was spite, I think, honestly. Uh, let's be fair, the Yosaki's reason for most things is spite. That's true. I'm not going to deny that. I don't even remember what the Yamalton decisions to leave the planet were. It was so long ago. Was it one of those three? Exploration, conquest, or spite? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they're just really hungry. <laughs> we were explorers, scientists, warriors. Some of us existed for spite. I don't know. It could have been anything. Looking for pizza among the stars. Yeah. We've still yet to find the one promised cosmic pizza. <laughs> Told of in tales from long ago. Carvings of it found in cave walls in our own planet. Yeah. It's out there somewhere. I can almost scent the pepperoni. Oh, you'll find it one day, I'm sure. The spiritual cheese grease. Anyway, that's phase yeah. one complete. Did they do the weird... Um, temple rub thing on you as well. Yeah, um, they let me through. They asked me who V was. Well, I told them that they were a dear friend, that they'd recently expired, that they were on our ship, and they bequeathed us the ship under the condition that we left their body on the ship. Yeah, pretty much same here. I just said they were an yeah. old friend. They did probe me. I don't, like, <laughs> mentally. Um, uh. I don't know, like, how deep they went. It didn't feel too intrusive. No. No, I didn't. Uh, mm. I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Anyway, we're through. I don't know. Maybe they don't get many cyborg emultons on. Well, I mean, you board. saw what they did to that dude who tried to carry a load of guns in. Carried him off in handcuffs. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, but like, if if we did anything egregious, they probably would have done the same to us. But they didn't. So I think we're in the clear. There is like a probably a five percent part of me that is pure paranoia that simply says. They're watching us. I think they are. I did try and spot someone watching us a while back. Couldn't get a visual on them. I hate being this short in this place. I know. It's like even I'm starting to feel it. But I think the scenario is that we've been noted and we're a curio to them for now. Okay. I mean, that's, that's fine for now. The thing is, do we want to book a hotel for tonight and then go for the tour tomorrow? Yeah, I think we should. We also need to get back in touch with uh, Corsa as well. I've got our details somewhere. Uh, actually, do I, GM? Before you lobotomize V, they gave you uh, 
contact yeah. channel details for how to make contact with Corsa once you're aboard Congress Forge. Right. And they were uh, they're placed on an encrypted, essentially USB key, that was given to one of you two. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, let's find um, a nice hotel someplace, and we'll start phase two tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Radar, have you just been keeping flyby on your shoulder this whole time? Yep, they've been passive the entire time. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Like I said, uh, flyby, basically, they are their own person, but if you don't need them to do anything, they're happy to just chill on your shoulder. They're enjoying the novelty of being stuck with someone else once. Just duke There's around a for a bit. There's temptation, and Radar doesn't quite know why, but to, like... Every like third scoop of noodles, like offers him up to Fly Guy. And he's not entirely sure where that's coming from because <laughs> uh, he's pretty sure that Fly Guy can't digest food. Uh, Fly Guy can, in fact, not digest food. Yeah. So it's sort of like fork goes up the mouth, fork goes up the mouth, fork comes off of the plate, wanders <laughs> to his right, but then is sort of brought back onto the track. To... A little bit falls off and just slides down his shoulder. So he's just got noodles on his shoulder. Yeah. That's right. Uh, no, Fly Guy knows what noodles taste like because you know what noodles taste like. Ah, ah, there you go. How are these noodles, RJ? You know what? For 12 credits, these are pretty good noodles. This is like, it's not like super high class cuisine, but the grackle is actually fresh. The noodles are well cooked. They're not rubbery. <laughs> there's even some vegetables thrown in there. If there's one thing I can't tolerate, it's stale grackle. Mm. Oh god, what do vest vegetables look like? They're all variants of potatoes and turnips. <laughs> so it's starch. There yeah. is, this is just starch. just starch. This is a plate full of starch and wriggling. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, now I tell a lie. They also have onions and spring onions. That's the freshest yeah. vegetable that exists for a mask. I, I love that. I've had an idea. Like The meta is that vegetables are the same no matter what planet you are on. Yeah. It's just like... Synchronized evolution. Somehow, yeah. There's also garlic in there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Ryder finishes her noodles, uh, finishes her conch. That was weird. Oh, yeah. How's the conch? Sweet and bubbly. Mm -hmm. Does it taste of rampant capitalism? It hurts my teeth. That's good. Well, that means it's right. <laughs> right. Well, let's let's go find a hotel. It's getting dark. There'll probably be yeah. a bar there, so if you want to try some Vescooch, you can. Let's just keep it down to Earth. We're tired travellers. We've had a long journey. Where's Earth? Let's... <laughs> Down to the planet's surface of indistinct origin. <laughs> sure. And we're tired travellers from a long way away. Let's act like it, Ryder, you smart-ass fuck. Anyway, yes, let's um, let's stay low. We're tired travellers. We've come from a long way. Yes. Yeah. Congress Forge, big civilian sector. There are hotels. Well, as long as they don't have, like, biometric scanners in the hotel... No, this okay. is this isn't the Aslanti Star Empire. This is the Vesk. <laughs> this is the Vesk Star Empire. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a Star Empire. It's just the Veskarium. Not nearly as uncouth as the Aslanti. Mm -hmm. In that case, yeah, Red's going to relax a bit and uh, head towards one of the classier joints on um, Conqueror's Forge, maybe with a nice view. Yeah, there's a, a respectable-looking four-star establishment. It's just called the Cosmos Hotel. Yeah, Rudder actually looks up and it goes, yeah, that'll do. Mm-hmm. Starts walking yeah. towards it. Looks all right. It's got three stars on help. <laughs> <laughs> You're greeted by uh, a desk clerk. I mean, you can guess what species they are. Are they Vesk? Are they Vesk? <gasps> How did you guess? Rudder's going to trot up to reception. <laughs> Welcome to the Cosmos Hotel. How can I help you? Hello there. Uh, can we get a um, can we get two rooms, please? Of course. And uh, how many nights are you intending to stay? Uh, five nights, was it? Yes, uh, five nights. Yeah. 
Very nice. good. A uh, single room for each of you. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, 50 credits per night, and a meal service is included each evening and morning. I see. Yeah, that should be fine. Very good. And they, they issue a couple of door cards and uh, gesture to one of the bellhops, who is a... Uh, they're not a Vesk. What? No way. What? No, that's wrong. What? What is this? Suspicious. They're two mm-hmm. skittermanders. In, in a trench coat? Not in a trench coat. In a trench coat. Then why are they not in a trench in coat? A belt I was going to say three skittermanders in a trench coat, but that would be silly. So it's oh, just two... skittermanders. Skittermanders in like a little bellhop uniform is yeah. really cute. Skittermanders <laughs> all... they, they're using all combined 12 of their arms to load your, your duffel bag and your other bags onto a, a skittermander-sized bell trolley. And uh, they're just a few to follow them up to their rooms via an elevator that takes you up sort of three or four stories to a pair of single rooms. <sighs> okay, Radar, I'm going to freshen up a bit. Uh, meet you down at the bar in about an hour and try some of the hooch. Of course. All right. Uh, I'm going to head to my room. Yeah. yeah I mean, okay, each of your rooms are, are pretty plush and luxurious, like mint on the pillow luxurious. And oh, nice. the windows also like give you a better view of the civilian sector. Like You can see the, the peaks of all the buildings sort of arching up into the distance, up and around towards the uh, the ceiling where you can see into the inner workings. Like This station never sleeps. You can still see shipbuilding is going on. These massive weaponized freighters are being assembled continuously above you and then sort of discharged from one of the axes at the end into storage areas. Uh, But down below, the city streets are still bustling. There's people milling about and going about their business, uh, like bars and stuff. This is good. But more importantly, how big is the bed? Is it a Vesk bed? Oh, yeah, it's Vesk-sized. Perfect. So she's going to like spread out and just with a yeah. big smile on her face. It's like, yes. You have bed for days. Bed for days. I can sleep in a different part of this bed every single day. Yeah. Radar, you have bed for hours. <laughs> yeah. Radar face plan. <laughs> yeah, Radar's going to go and wash off the too much eyeshadow. <laughs> um, she's going to check the news. Is there a TV or something or like a hollow net um, screen? Uh, yeah, each of them has a hollow ball. Which is essentially one of the entire walls you can just tune in to, uh, like, TV channels oh. or browse the, uh, the hollow net. Are our rooms next to each other? Yes, they are. You, you've built them together, so they probably just gave you two adjacent rooms. Like, they've got space. Brilliant. Cool. So, yeah, like, while she's in the bathroom, sort of washing her face, she'll have the TV on or hollow net on. Uh, there's, there's further details coming in about this attack on, uh, on Vest 8. There's all sorts of formal inquiries going into it now. You can see there's a news presenter sort of in the background over the ruins of some kind of military base. It's nighttime on Vest 8 as well. So, uh, like, this reporter is just lit by the eerie glow of this this burning ship and this destroyed military building in the background as they they go through the report talking about sort of how the inquiry will go on and like number of casualties things like that but it seems fairly serious but it's not the start of a war as far as you can tell yet yet <laughs> fighting better to the Islanti. well that's troubling mm. there's a knock at your door oh one sec Gonna like finish. It's, right, it's just me drying her face off and then going on to the mm-hmm. door. Yep, you look 100% less goth. 
She's still got like the dyed black and uh, red gradient tipped hair though, because that's her um, yeah. her old Rigo look. Yeah. You open the door and there's radar, and it looks like he's had a quick shower, and it turns out that this fur dye is not coming out, so he's stuck <clears> on <throat> this for a while. He's still just jet black. Um, okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is a cool look for you. Hey, if you pair it with the right suit, you could look menacing as fuck. And yeah, you still get those cool. uh, plus five intimidation points while you're. Yes. While you're I'd forgotten about them. Yeah. yeah. While you just remind me, Jim. While you look yeah. like that. Yeah, fair one. Yeah. Here, have you checked out the hollow net? Yeah, I was just watching the news. Kind of scary what's happening, honestly. Can, can I come in? Yeah, sure, come in. Yeah, cool, thank you. And close the door. <laughs> I have out of character forgotten why Radar came in here. <laughs> <laughs> Radar walks into Ryder's room, just sees them, like, cleaned out their makeup and bouncing up and down like a, a feral otter on this <laughs> massive <laughs> <bed>. <laughs> <laughs> Just turns around and walks out again, like, I can see you're busy. Yeah, she's going to um, slip into something a bit more casual. She was wearing a little waistcoat and suit at the time. Probably like a Hawaiian shirt combo. Oh, really? Yeah, and some sandals. Well, this is going to be fun, because <laughs> guess what Radar's wearing? <laughs> they both step out at exactly the same time wearing Hawaiian shirts and look at each other, and Radar's yeah. just like, well, one of us is going to have to change. One, two, three, not it. For fuck's sake. She goes back into her room. Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> She's got um, her classic red shirt with like the bash the fash um, graphic on the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> really, you're going to wear that in the Vescarium on the Conqueror's Forge? Yes. Well, is... they're not fascists, apparently. Is uh, no, they that? are very much fascists. Who said they weren't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Vescarium is very much a dictatorship. Yeah. Uh, v. They... V said that. Their leader is called the High Despot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, probably not um, a good idea to wear that then. Yeah. That's out of character. V would defend them to the hill. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, right. The Vescarium is Tell very me. not fascist. It's just a, a very strong democracy that people get to vote for. <laughs> Tell me that Ryder comes out wearing that and Radar's like, I don't think that's appropriate. Radar's like, no! She's like, mm, eh, maybe not. Is it at least yeah. in, in uh, Yosaki rather than uh, Common or Vesca? There's mm. just like a bat with a, a, a nail through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got like an overly cartoony writing, Bash the Flash. She'll go back in and change. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to give you a, a minus five to everything diplomacy based if you wear that. No, that's fine. Uh, she will. Oh, what would she wear? There's got to be just like a loose gown sort of thing that she'd have. Yeah, like a loose gown and some sandals. Yeah. Yep, you look like a tourist. Lovely. It's all that operative training. <laughs> and us actually being tourists probably helps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a perfectly disguised lie. It's the truth. <laughs> I mean, the entire evening is yours, so. So, yeah, we're just going to head down to the bar and try some Vesk alcohol. Yeah. There's a there's a barman. Uh, it's a Vesk. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yep, yeah, uh, it's a female Vesk, yeah. but they're, they're dressed smartly in a bow tie, like a uh, smart blazer. They're mixing drinks oh. for the crowd. Uh, she turns to you and is like, can I get you something? A husk, you say? Mm, fancy that. Ra Ra Radar's mouth is going up and down, but no sound's coming out. Right, I think Ray would actually notice that Radar's like giggling her goo-goo eyes and just like sliding there mm. first. Does Radar just have a thing for Vesk woman now? Yeah, basically. Ooh. Aww. <laughs> yeah, she, um, she's going to like slide in and say, uh, good evening. Um, 
could you recommend something for my friend here? Um, they've never tried Vesk alcohol before and they'd like a taster. She looks radar uh, up and down and she looks at all three foot of you and is like, uh, maybe something not on the stronger end of the scale, but I can offer you, we've got some fine uh, light brew blended whiskies if you'd like to try some of them. Ooh, well, I mean, I'm okay with um, slightly stronger stuff, but um, just uh, just to give a taster to my friend here. Try this, and they're going to pour you like a taster of uh, one of the Vesk whiskies. Hello, I would drink. Give me your strongest tourist. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they, they, they pass a little taster to either of you. Radar right. almost mechanically just picks it up and just goes... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only a taster, so it's like a thimble yeah. full of whiskey, just so you can get an idea of it. Uh, yep, con rolls, Perry. Rolls. Cons is it it's considered a poison. Oh, that was nearly off the table, but it wasn't. Yeah. So yeah. that is 17. 16 for me. Yep, yeah, well, you're both going up against the uh, proof for the whiskey I'm drinking, so you both fail. Oh. <laughs> okay. <coughs> oh, smooth. I mean, it's, it's strong. It's not paint stripper, but... Is this as strong as the stuff Radar normally drinks? The stuff that we cannot keep in metal containers because it dissolves them. Probably slightly stronger than that. Like this, this is mm. this is good proof. Best whiskey. That's very nice. Thank you. I'll have a pint. Are you sure? She says. Yes. She 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 pours you a pint of for the pint. A pint of best right. whiskey. That's like a third of a bottle. So that's yeah. Like, Ryder's gonna like give her the side eyes of what. It's like forty-five <laughs> credits worth of whiskey. Yeah, holy uh, shit. But. She, she looks slightly concerned for your well-being, but nevertheless, she makes you an entire pint glass of... Uh, you've probably got about a good ten measures of Vesk whiskey in there. So, thank you very much. And he puts 50 credits down. Ah, thank you very much. And for you? Thank you. Uh, I'll have the same, just, uh, just, just like a, a small glass, you know? She wants a single. Yeah. Yeah. She makes you a normal amount of Vesk whiskey. She's going to be sipping it throughout the evening. Yeah, but Radar's about to take ten Conrolls worth of whiskey, so... Okay. He's not about to neck it. Well, Radar okay. wants to be in some sort of conversational state because she'd like yeah. to talk to this, um, this bar lady. You're about to ingest, like, what would be quite a lot of whiskey for a Vesk, Radar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's but... literally going to be... Uh, a con roll per sip. Okay, he shall perch. Are we perching at a bar or at a table? There's a bar, but there's also individual booths. Like, is a is a bar restaurant type deal? So, I mean, you... go and get us a table, Radar. Of, um, I'd like to have a chat here. But I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to. Oh, I'll be over in a minute. Oh, sure. Okay, I'm going. It's fine. Go and enjoy it. your pint of best paint. I'm going to enjoy it right here. Radar is trying not to stare at the waitress while doing this. <laughs> and rolls 22. Yeah, you, you take a sip of it. It's still a very strong Vesk whiskey, but at the moment, you're only getting slightly tipsy. You're not, like, immediately throwing up, passing out, or starting a fight, so... Okay. <laughs> it's buzzed. Uh, Ryder, you can just do me one cold roll for your entire drink, because you're drinking one drink. Sure. It's supposed to be ten. Ten drinks at once. 17 plus 2, so 19. Uh, yeah, okay, you're getting a bit tipsy as well. Like, it's, it's not all made to go, immediately go into your head, but as the night wears on, like, you're getting a bit drunk. Yeah, it's giving me that warm, fuzzy feeling that alcohol is yeah. supposed to do when you're drinking it normally. Okay. You are, you're merry. That's cool. 
So yeah, she's going to um, like strike up strike up a conversation with the uh, the bartender. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Well, um, myself and my friend here have got um, a little bar Hello. ourselves down in the Diaspora. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's it's got some uh, some customers that come by every now and again. Uh, we're actually looking to expand a bit and uh, serve some more Vesk alcohols. I'm wondering if you could um, give us a few tips about uh, what what uh, you guys like to serve and drink here. What's what's fun? What's popular? Most of the spirits tend to sell through pretty quickly all the time. I mean, she gestures back to the, the bar. There's rows of like different Vesk liqueurs, uh, spirits. Like, there's some foreign stuff as well. There's Cassarthan uh, wines, Lushunta beers, and IPAs, things like that. The main thing that seems to be selling is spirits and liqueurs, mainly uh, whiskies, like vodka mixers and gin. Again, this is all kept in glass containers as well. Oh, okay. Well, uh, what is what is this bartender wearing, by the way? Okay, so she's got a uh, smart blazer, bow tie, a nice shirt, and you can't really see her lower half because she's behind the bar, but she's wearing a pair of sort of tightish but not skimpy trousers, and then just like a small tail binder. She looks respectable, like yes, for someone that's working in a high class. Uh, Hotel. It's a lovely bow tie, by the way. Yeah, thank you very much. I did it myself. <laughs> she grins to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's radar just in the corner making this weird, like, dog noise. Blushing on one side of his face because the mechanical side can't. So I did a I did a D20 roll to see how he'd handle this particular social interaction, and I got a two. Ah. So oh. he's not taking it well. Um, <laughs> so what, is he, has he gone over to the table and he's just staring at her? No, he sat next to Ryder at the, at the bar. At the bar. Oh, just, right, she didn't get a booth. Just giggling nervously mm. every now and again. I mean, she, she looks a bit strange looking. It's like, is your, is your friend all right? Yeah, he's, he's fine. Like I said, he's a bit new to um, to Vesk Blues, so uh, this, this uh, is his first time. Just go easy on him. She's going to give um, Bartender a little wink. Just, uh, if he does go through all that quite quickly, then get him back to his room before the blindness and paralysis set in. He should be fine. Okay, I will do that. I'll be fine. <laughs> I've been blind and paralysed before. Yeah, you say that about death sometimes. Mm -hmm. It worries me. I've also been dead yeah. before. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Speaking of dying, Conroll, just. Be <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not going to keep this Yoti down. That's 18 on the dice. That makes it that's, 22. That's only. Oh, okay. So total 22. Yeah. Can be. You're rolling consistently, but the difficulty's going up as you drink more. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're, get, you're getting a bit more tipsy. You're still merry. You're still happy. Everything's fine. You can still walk. You think? Uh, mm -hmm. Was was half your body always metal? Sorry, was that in character? Uh, no, it's me. It's the end. <laughs> oh right. I... In fact, she asks you that. Like, so what what happened to you? I've never seen someone with that extensive augmentation before. It's um, I, I was in a was in a terrible accident um, a while ago, and uh, I had to um. I got. ended up with this side of me being replaced, really. Oh, they did a good job. The craftsmanship really does look excellent. So, like as good as the as good as the other one. It says and laughs nervously. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, sorry, the other one. He says holding his hands up and flapping them, and then like laughing nervously. She's a bit more comfortable with you now that you're not being yeah. a like strange. A fucking creep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all the while, she's sort of tending to other customers in between this conversation. Yeah, that's fine. Like, Vesca coming and going, mostly civilians, like the occasional other species. Time passes, you're just at the bar drinking. So yeah, Vesca gin, eh? Mm. <laughs> the whiskey's not bad. Are you sure you're, you're okay with it, Radar? You're looking a little bit... I don't want to see drunk, because then you'll argue with me, but you're looking a bit drunk. I'm 
I'm fine. I just, I just, I'm just warm. Stand up. Radar stands up. Gone roll. <laughs> Nat 20. And I'm, really? Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, you managed to stand up, like, with the minimal of stumbling. You don't fall over or pass out, and the blindness hasn't set in yet. Yeah. God, you See? are so fucking weird. Why? This stuff is, this stuff is, like, rocket fuel. I am, like, 40% machine. So? So it just processes it easily. It's basically lubricant. We actually do have rocket fuel if you'd like some. It's uh, a very (laughs) delicacy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, back back in character. Mm. Oh, um, no, thank you. It's 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 okay. Um, It's just my friend here struggles perhaps with my recent augmentations. What? Mm. (laughs) And he looks at her sidelong. Cocks her head a little bit. So, um, are you working all night tonight? Do, do you have like a shift or something? I'll be here till probably midnight, and then uh, the bar will close, and yeah, I'll just be heading home. Oh, okay. You're staying here the next couple of days, though. I'm sure I'll see you around. Oh yeah, we'll be staying up at the hotel. Yes. What's your uh, what's, what's your name, by the way? Oh, I'm Cinder. Ryder, and she like holds her hand out. Oh, nice to meet you, Ryder. Oh, that's such a cool name. Attack <laughs> <That> character. <laughs> <laughs> Radar's got like anime sparkles in his eyes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. such a cool name! Oh god, why couldn't I have had that name? Nice <laughs> <laughs> to meet you, Cinder. My friend here is Radar. Yeah, nice to meet you, Radar. And she, she shakes her robot hand. Thank you. Nice to meet you too, Cinder. And Radar shakes it back. And you're an engineer, I'm guessing, then. As you can see Flyguy on your shoulder. Yes, yes, this is, um, this is my, my buddy Flyguy. Oh. Say hi, Flyguy. Oh, nice to meet you, Flyguy. And then Flyguy's like, hello. But she doesn't know I that. Guess the guy comes out so, to beep. Yeah. yeah, she just shakes. Uh, she shakes one of his wings. <laughs> Got someone you know that's on the ship? Oh yeah, yeah. We're here to see um, sort of a friend, sort of a business partner. We're also like taking in some of the uh, the best culture a bit because it's so uh, very impressive here. Very nice. Yeah, this station's been evolving for aeons now. When I first moved here, and revolving. <laughs> Sorry. Conroll. I'll go back to my business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is uh, 15 total this time. Oh, you're feeling a slightly dizzy. How far down the drink are we? Uh, imagine that you've just taken like six straight shots of whiskey in real life. Are you starting to lose volume control? Like, are you starting to use your outdoor voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're maybe slightly slurring your words and you're maybe, you've got a death grip on one corner of the bar. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Mm. It's like the sound of crunching wood coming mm. underneath the robot hand. Mm. She, she, yeah. she raises an eyebrow. But... It's good. It's good whiskey. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think we might be done for the evening, Cinder. Thank you so much uh, for uh, serving mm. us that and giving us a little taste of the uh, of Conqueror's Forge. We're, we're done. I hope you have a good night. Thank you very much. You want to take the rest of this to go? She she offers radar up the rest of his. Uh, he's still got four measures of uh, vest whiskey left in his glass. Ooh, Thing is, yeah, Ryder's yes. like looking at radar with an expression like, "I need to get you back to your hotel room before you start getting fighty." That sounds like a complicated <laughs> expression. Could you describe it? I just did. <laughs> what does what she, does it look like physically? Anxiety and <laughs> anger. <laughs> combined. Uh, anxiety. Mm, an expression yes. I am most familiar with. That's fair. He'll be like, um, yes, uh, could, could, I, could I have that to go, please? She reaches behind the thing and they've got branded flasks that you can take a drink up to your room in. Oh, <laughs> shit. 
Well, thank, thank you very much. And they're only five credits. She passes the bill to, uh, <laughs> to the pair of you, actually. Rider. Only five credits. I mean, Rod has finished her drink. Yeah, Radar is going to look pointedly at the bill, then at Ryder, because she's wanting to go. I mean, you can stay if you want, Radar. But can I, though? I don't know, can you? I don't know, Ryder. Can I? I'm worried you're going to pass out on the floor. I've slept in worse places. The floor's clean. going to give another look to Cinder. (laughs) Can I have a uh, glass of soda water, please? Oh, of course. And uh, yeah, she's, she makes you a glass of soda water as well. Uh, they're, they're, they've started a tab for you. We're not in any rush. We're here for five days. That's true. So just relax. Yeah, I'm relaxing. Just... We're, look, we're on holiday. We're having a good time. I'm having a good time. I'm sorry you're not. I wish you could. Just, just try. I'm having a good time. Fine. Uh, you're like a married couple bickering at a bar. Yeah, we, we, it's con- like we've been living together for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just concerned about you is all. It's allowed. Well, thank you, but no, I'm I'm fine. I'm big and I'm dumb. It's it, it's fine. Well, I'm not that dumb. I've seen you do smart stuff before. Sometimes. Yeah, but like the smart people are sometimes the dumbest. You know, you know, like some people can can figure out the orbit of a sun like on the fly just by looking at it, but they can't tie their own damn shoelaces. Oh God, you're at that stage of the evening. <laughs> you know. Just drunken ramblings. Yeah, like what's what even is entropy? Like it's heat, right? But like you can measure it through different dimensions, like five and six, and it's well, all scales and, to glaze over. And, and and wibbles. And like the people who monitor this stuff, they're like they're up there. They're they're like the numbers in their in their brains. Just oh, hey, the news is on. But, uh, oh, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, then there, there, there's a screen up on above the bar as well. It's like. I assume Cinder has has noticed this is happening and gone miles and miles away from it. Uh, she's got a bar to run. Yeah, she's literally tending bar, so she's she's keeping an eye on you too, making sure that Radar hasn't fallen off his stool and started vomiting. But <laughs> gone blind and paralyzed. I mean, she's used to tourists coming here, like asking for a double measure of best drink, and then yes. like passing out in a pool of their own piss. So the fact mm, that you haven't well, done that shit. yet means that. I mean, good for you. Less effort for <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Just going to check out the news again, see if there's any developments on this uh, this invasion, this attack. It was a terrorist attack, right, in Vestgate? No, the thing with invasions is normally there's an invasion fleet. Yeah, they're still trying to figure out exactly what's going on at the moment. But what they do know is that uh, a ship landed, there was some sort of fight, and then uh, the ship detonated. Ah. And destroyed a lot of the building. the The building looks like it was a, a military cache of some sort, an archive records vault or a, a weapons vault. The exact nature of the building hasn't been released to the general public by the Besk authorities. You just know that it was some kind of attack. The store trying to work out the motive and what exactly happened. Cool. But it's not turned up that loud because you're in a bar environment, so you can't quite hear exactly what. Yeah. Out. Yeah, Ryder's um, going to look back over to Cinder again. Like, what um, kind of coloration is um, is those scales? Oh, uh, you'll never guess, but they're mostly dark-coloured. Like, uh, black fading to dark grey around the muzzle and uh, the eyes, and then they've got little flecks of occasional red just dotted throughout their uh, 
at least as far as from their horns back down their neck towards where it disappears into their top. And then you can see these flecks of red extend from their tail all the way to the tip. But they're very intermittent. You mean like cinders? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Ryder's trying not to stare. Uh, she comes over, like, can I, can I get something to something else? Sorry, sorry. Um, you, scales look fantastic. I've, I've just noticed them. I, I can't stop looking at them now. Sorry. Ah, thank you. I'm staring. She thinks you're trying to chat her up. She's correct. <laughs> now, Cyborg Eye has pivoted full 180 and is currently glaring at Ryder. <laughs> she doesn't care. If it had an eyelid, it would narrow. <laughs> There's the sound of different lenses being focused on you. <laughs> she politely takes a compliment, but you, you get the feeling she gets people telling her she's pretty a lot. Yeah, probably does at the bar. Right then, well, that was a lovely evening. I'm probably going to go and retire to my room for a bit. How's your, how's your drink, Crater? Uh, how is my drink, GM? You've still got four measures left, so are you, are you just sipping at it still, or...? The answer, Ryder, to the question is my drink is present. It is present. Okay. Well, I need to go and get some sleep. I've got a big day tomorrow, so, uh... Yeah, we, are we, are we, are we gonna do the explorey thing tomorrow? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was gonna say, you're in no state to do it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll see you tomorrow. It, uh, Cinder, I'm, I'm sorry, do you do breakfast here? Breakfast and dinner are both included in your room price, so in the morning you can either order something up to the room or you can come down to the breakfast area, which is just, and she gestures over to the other side of the hotel, you can see there's sets of tables set up, sort of, uh, with cutlery already laid out, they've sort of set up for the next morning already. Sounds good. Is there a pool? Uh, I'm sorry we don't have a pool, but there is a, there's ah, a, there's a swimming complex over on the far side of Civilian Sector. Right, yeah, that, that's good. Just uh, just a nice way to wake up, you know. Thank you. Right then, I'm going to retire for the night. You have a nice evening, Radar. See you in the morning. Yeah, you too. Sleep well. You get off your stool. Again, you're you're sitting on a vest stool and you're very small, but yeah. acrobatics. It's 9 plus 19. It's just a casual backflip. Yeah. Can I give a little wink to Cinder once I've landed? Yeah, I mean, do you, are you actually performing a backflip off your seat? Sure, why not? With a 19. With a 19, like, it is pretty impressive for a drunken otter. Like, you didn't even fall over, so... She's, yeah, gives a, gives a little smirk and a wink to Cinder over shoulder and then walks back to her room, just saunters. Yeah, you know the, the not bad kind of face. She, she does that. Turn around and walk into a door. Turn around and walk into a door. Turn around and walk into a door. <laughs> Is he saying that out loud? Mm. No, no, no. But he's thinking it real but hard. Do you turn around and walk into a door? No, she saunters like um, back up with a big sway of her hips <clears> and uh, goes up the stairs. At this point, it's, uh, it's getting towards past like midnight. Cinder's rung the bell for last orders, so most people have got their drinks and they're just sort of either milling or packing up and heading back to their rooms. He will drink his drink a little more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on, roll. Go on, roll. I'll get you on the floor. 16. Plus con. <laughs> hook plus two because of his thing. 20. Tw oh, okay, so again, it's, it's slowly falling. It's actually properly starting to go to your head now, like... You, you feel almost like if you let go of the bar and lean back, you might fall off your chair. But you don't want to find out and risk it. Thing is, Ryder has like been assured by Radar at this point that he will be fine if he drinks a pint of whiskey. So it's just like, oh, fine, well, I guess I'm going to bed then. I don't need to carry him up the stairs or anything. Yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. 
He's good. Mm-hmm. So what he will do is he will slow down and he will try and catch Cinder's eye again. Yep, after a slightly awkward amount of time staring at Cinder, she's, she's back here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry um, about that. Um, could I get a glass of water, please? Sure thing. Soda or just normal? Just normal, please. Yep, she, uh, she pours you out a, a nice glass of cool, refreshing water. Puts on a napkin past her. Thank you. You're closing up soon, aren't you? I'd better get back to my room. What, what room are you staying at, just for the bill? Oh, I'm in, I'm in 14. She's debited that to your tab, so you'll just pay for that when, uh, when you check out. All right. Uh, well, thank you very much. I'm going to go and sleep. Okay. Good night, Cinder. Nice to meet you. See you around, Radar. And he'll give her like the, the sort of like touch temple salute sort of <laughs> thing with his, with his metal arm. And then do you backflip off your stool? <laughs> <laughs> and then he backflips off of his chair casually like it's nothing and saunters out of the room. No. Um, he he breaks his quietly, neck. <laughs> quietly get up and just wander off. You get to your room, you put the key card in on the third try. <laughs> get to your bed. That's where then, these things move. And then I'm assuming face plant into it like a robo yoke. Yeah, Robo Yoti mm. is out. Peace. Cool, that's probably a good place to wrap up this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Ahoy hoy everybody, Cypher here, aka Ryder, and once again thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. If you're still listening and you like what you just heard, why not tell your friends about us? That'd be really cool of you. And if you really like what you just heard, why not buy us a Kofi? Links to our Twitter, Kofi, Discord, and all of the other places you can listen to this podcast are in the description below. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be seeing you all in two weeks' time. Till then, shoot straight and roll high.